What's good? What's good, everybody? It's your boy Sway Max Sr. Let's get straight to the hammer fist this week. We have UFC back. We had a week off. Uh, UFC's back at the Apex Center, so everybody knows a little bit of a smaller cage. We have 14 fights this week. We had one fighter get replaced kind of last minute, but we're all set to go there as far as DraftKings is concerned. Uh, those of you the first time kind of listening to this, this podcast is going to be uh, kind of driven towards DraftKings for sure, but the plays are the plays nonetheless, so you just have to you know kind of uh, interpret the pricing on any other site on your own. But uh, yeah, let's get straight to it. Try to get through it as quick as possible. Our first fight of the night, the curtain jerker, is going to be Jordan Levitt versus Claudio uh, Puelles. Uh, Jordan Levitt's making his comeback after that uh, phenomenal slam uh, knockout that he had in his last fight versus Matt Wyman. Uh, like, seriously, just, like, slammed this dude to the ground on his neck, on his back. Dude was out instantly. It was so crazy. Not really sure why we haven't seen him since. Um, but, yeah, dude's an exciting guy. Uh, I really, really like him there. Going up against Claudio Puelles. Uh, Claudio Puelles is 7,200 on DraftKings. Jordan Levette is 9,000 on DraftKings. Uh, currently, Levette is the minus 220 uh, betting favorite as far as the DraftKings Sportsbook odds. There is a minus 190 inside the distance. Uh, so what that means is um, Vegas believes that this fight will finish early, will finish inside the distance. Uh, so that's at a minus 190, so that's pretty good. I actually do really like Jordan uh, Levitt here to kind of get this done. I'm not – if there's going to be a finish in this fight, it's more than likely going to be Jordan Levitt. But I also can really see Claudio Puelas doing his thing here at 7,200. Got decent takedowns. Um you know he's got decent he's got decent get ups you know um, he's just his his striking is all right you know but he really is a live dog here because I think this is going to be Jordan Levitt's kind of toughest matchup that we've seen him in and probably the one he's had in a long time. Uh, Jordan Levitt's really aggressive early. He's like he's got the finishing ability. Like again, he wants to wrestle. Puelles also wants to wrestle. So it's really going to be who's the better wrestler here. Even if it stands up, I'm still going to give the advantage a little bit to Jordan Levitt. Um, but yeah, at 9k, I do wish he was a little bit cheaper, so I won't have as much as I wanted to, but he's definitely going to be the pick for me this week. Next up, we have Sean Woodson going up against Yusuf Salal. Yusuf Salal is the underdog here. DraftKings 7,400, Sean Woodson 8,800, so pretty good price on Sean Woodson. Woodson also is the minus 177 betting favorite. Look, Woodson's the better striker. He's going to have the height, the reach advantage. Uh, the only thing that I really don't like about him is his ground game and his grappling game. I just don't like it, and that's what Zalal wants to do. Zalal's going to want to get the takedowns. Uh, his path to victory really is to just get this to the ground. The question is, with that height advantage, with that reach advantage, is he is he going to be able to close the distance? And I'm not too sure he's he's going to be able to do that. So I will take Woodson here, but Zalal is definitely a live dog. I like the value on him at 7,400, even if this does go like three rounds or so. All right, and next up we have Tabitha Ricky. Uh, Richie going up against uh, Manon Ferriot. This is the fight that was kind of replaced last second. Uh, Tabitha Ricci is 6,600 on DraftKings, which is funny because she is literally the cheapest fighter on DraftKings. Um, however, her opponent, which is a misprice, is only 8,500. Usually the way that works is you'll see the most expensive fighter at about a 95, 9,600. And then you'll see that most the, the the least expensive fighter or the cheapest there at like that 66, 67, 6800. So definitely a misprice here. Uh, really really like her. Uh, this one does have an inside the distance prop of minus 225, which is really awesome. Not much to tell you here. Uh, go ahead and plug in Fury on as many lineups as you can. 
Next up, we have Mason Jones going up against uh, Alain uh, Patrick. This is a good fight here. 6,700 for Patrick. Mason Jones, 9,500. Uh, Mason Jones is definitely going to be the favorite at minus 305. And uh, my apologies, uh, Ferriot is the minus 560 favorite in that fight. So minus 560, then we have a minus 225 inside the distance. Um, so, you know, you do the math there. But, uh, but yeah, uh, to keep on where we're going, uh, Jones minus 305. So I can kind of see why he's favored here. Look, uh, Alan, Alan Patrick is young. He's in bad form. He hasn't been winning. He honestly needs a takedown or he needs a knockout to win this fight, and I don't see him doing either. And when he gets that takedown, he's going to need to keep Jones down. Uh, Matt, Mason Jones' takedown defense is a little bit suspect. It's a little bit suspect, and he is a little bit overpriced, so I am not going to have as much of him at 9500 He's He's like the most expensive fighter on the card, I want to say. So I won't be paying that much that early. Um, but he's definitely going to have the volume, the pace. He's young. I think if this goes past the first round, um, you know, Mason's probably going to be able to turn it up there in the second or third, probably get a later finish. Um, I just think it's going to be tough for him to pay off that salary unless he gets an early finish or unless somehow he goes outside of his realm, uh, gets a lot of takedowns or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, I'll have a little bit. I'll have a little bit for sure. Next up, we have Cam uh, Kamula Kirk going up against Maquan Americani. Great fight here. Americani is uh, going to be your vet here at 9,400. Also going to be your betting favorite at minus 200. Um, we've got Kirk coming back at 6,800, so real cheap there. Actually, one of my uh, favorite values on the card. Reason being is uh, he's just he's good value. He's got solid takedown defense, and the thing is, is he needs to keep the standing. If he does keep the standing, he is going to be a live dog. Americani, he you know he wants to get this to the mat and wants to keep it to the mat. If he gets into the mat, he's he's definitely live for a sub or just to keep it there and do his thing, maybe a ground and pound. But really, he's looking for kind of the sub there. But uh, but yeah, Kirk's live because I believe he he's going to be able to stuff these takedowns. If he is able to stuff these takedowns, he is 100% going to be better striking and better on the feet. So I mean, I just like it. I think it sets up for for a big upset here, especially as far as DraftKings is concerned. I do think we'll see a little bit of price. Or I'm sorry, a little bit of ownership on Kirk. Um, I won't have too, too much of them just because it's possible that he does go out there and just get outclassed, you know. Um, but I'm definitely looking at about 20, 25% of this guy. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, but uh, definitely in play there as far as value is concerned. Next up, we have uh, Muslim uh, Salikov going up against Francisco Trinaldo. A welterweight fight here. Trinaldo 7,100 on DraftKings. Salikov 9,100 on DraftKings. A really good fight here, actually. Uh, Trinaldo's going to be a pretty live dog, man. Uh, he's got the power. He's got the wrestling. He's got the uh, he's got the grappling. He's got the chokes, man. He's got that. He's got the power in his hands. You know, he's getting a little up there in age, but uh, but early in that fight, as far as the first round is concerned, he's live. He's going to be aggressive. I'm concerned after that first round, though. Um, and he also, you know, in my opinion, I think he needs to get Salikov down and kind of keep him down, and or, or and, and maybe catch the neck or something like that. Um, Salikov minus 250 is definitely going to be your favorite here. 9,100 on DraftKings. Really should be able to get this done. I just think later in the, like, even after that first wave, that first rush, you know, Salikov is probably just going to wait for him to gas and just start teeing off on this guy. Um, I just don't see Trinaldo making it out of this fight if it doesn't end early. Uh, also going to be tough to pay that 9,100 for Salikov, but because he's not that kind of top fighter, uh, even a little bit cheaper than, uh, Amir Khani, I think he can be able to hit value here. It used to be we want 100 points out of value. Now with that scoring system, 
kind of want about 115, 120 out of these guys. Um, you know, maybe even a little bit higher than that if we're really looking at a larger sample size. But yeah, uh, I do like him here. I also think Trinaldo is going to be a live dog here. So this is a good fight. This is a good fight to target here. I wouldn't say target as far as uh, like pick one fighter or the other in all your lineups, but I think it's, you know, as far as in a couple lineups, I think it's okay to say, I think Trinaldo might win or in a couple other lineups, you know, you can say, I think Selakoff might, might do it here more. So I like Trinaldo as far as the value is concerned more than I do like Selakoff as far as how expensive he is. So there's that. Next up, we have Tanner Bozer going up against Leary uh, Latifi. Really, really good fight here, man. Heavyweight fight. We got Latifi at 7,300, dumb cheap. You got Tanner Bozer, pretty cheap himself, at 8,900. This is an interesting fight because it can either be a really, really – these heavyweight fights, they can either be really low level, really slow paced, or these guys are – or somebody's getting out of there quick right away. Um, and I think this has the – really has the makings to maybe be a slow paced fight. Tanner Bozer is the one that I would lean, minus 180. He is going to be, uh, as I said, 8,900 on DraftKings. I think if this has the ability to end in a finish, it's probably going to be him. Latifi's really just got a slow pace overall. Bad form. He's lost his last, his last three. But by the way that he fights and the style and the matchup of this fight, I think this can go three rounds. And I think if it goes three rounds at 7,300, if you're crazy enough to like play cash or something like that, uh, Latifi is probably going to be a pretty decent play there just to go ahead and give you maybe about 30, 35 points or something like that. But uh, it, I do like Bozer here. I'm going to favorite Bozer. I do think just his style, kind of that point style fighting, that kind of pick and pop, you know, moves his feet pretty well. I like the way Latifi moves his feet too, but, uh, you know, Bozer's kind of just that, uh, kind of that, um, that stoic. He moves his feet kind of in a stoic way, aggressive. He's going to come forward. Uh, he's going to try to pick you apart. I like it. So not super confident on this one, but I'm going Bozer. Won't have too much exposure to either one of these guys, to be completely honest with you. All right, and next up we have Montana De La Rosa going up against Ariane Lipsky. Lipsky is currently the underdog here, 6,900 on DraftKings. We have Montana De La Rosa, 9,300 on DraftKings. Really can be a quick breakdown here. Montana, uh, she's kind of got one path to victory. It's it's a takedown, it's a rear naked, it's it's a sub, it's a it's an arm bar, it's it's something. She's really looking for the takedowns in all her victories and all her fights, um, for the most part. She, in my opinion, has a problem standing up on the feet, and I think that's where Lipsky might be able to shine a little bit. But Lipsky literally cannot stuff a takedown. She can't do it. De La Rosa is going to be aggressive with her takedowns and relentless with her takedowns. I believe she gets it even at that minus three hundred five. It's going to be hard for me to pay 9300 for her consistently, but I will say I will have a little bit of her because I think people are going to be sharp enough to think like me, think it's possible she may not pay off that price tag if she doesn't get that finish. And so I'm going to be on the opposite end of the spectrum and hope that she does get that finish and that I'll be able to be over the field on her. Um, but I wouldn't blame you if you either didn't want to play her uh, or if you kind of wanted to be a little bit over the field. Uh, Ariana Lipsky's a, you know, she's a punt play, you know, that's pretty much about it. You know, she can maybe, something crazy can happen and she can maybe piece her up on the feet. But I just think uh, De La Rosa is going to be able to do her thing and eventually get it down to the ground and probably finish this fight. The pricing, though, the pricing is tough. Next up, we have Tom Breeze going up against Antonio Arroyo, middleweight fight. Tom Breeze, 9,200 on DraftKings and is your favorite at... Uh, Minus 275 here. Arroyo is 70K. 
on DraftKings. Look, uh, another good fight. A lot of close fights, actually, and I think a lot of lines are a little bit off. I think this line may be a little bit off. I think it's because Royal's in bad form. Um, you know, he doesn't really give you anything too much. He kind of gasses out a little bit early. Like, there's kind of just not a lot to like there. But And Tom Breeze is technically better. He's got more experience. We it, Tom Breeze just kind of sometimes mentally checks out. And if he does that, Royo is still a professional fighter. He's going to be able to get this done. So while I do like Tom Breeze, he's not going to be one of my favorite plays or anything like that. Um, it's going to be tough to kind of lay that chalk on him as far as the, the the Vegas line is concerned. Also at 9,200, it's going to be tough to trust him there. Now, uh, I'll probably have a little bit because if he does get it done, he's going to score well. Uh, if he wins this fight, it's probably going to be by knockout. He's probably going to win this fight uh, in, in crazy fashion, right? So I do think as far as the most expensive fighters that we have, as far as our 94, 95, those types of guys. He's going to be one of the better plays. So he's a decent play. I'll have a little bit of him, um, but I'm tempering my expectations there. Next up, we have Dusko Tortovich going up against Miguel, Miguel Beza. This is going to be another great fight here and one that I believe is going to um, and one that I believe is going to uh, end early here. Oh, my apologies. Let me get back up there. Uh, we have um, Gregory Rodriguez and Dusko Todorovich. Um, yeah, this is one of our, this is one of our, my target fights. Uh, Todorovic is minus 137, good striker, good takedowns, good wrestler. He gets hit too much. I'm telling you right now, he gets hit way too much. 8,600 on DraftKings. Um, you got Gregory uh, Rodriguez coming back at 7,600 on DraftKings. Really good value. This is his first fight in the UFC, but the kid's aggressive. He's got the power. He's got the jiu-jitsu. Uh, I mean, you know, and... And he and he and he's a killer, man. Uh, it's gonna be tough because one thing that I don't like is he kind of eats a lot of shots too. Uh, he can get finished out there, um, but I think this is gonna be one of those fights where one of these guys is probably gonna end up taking a nap. And uh, I think this is one that we should probably go ahead and target here. I'm gonna go ahead and lead Rodriguez just because he's cheaper. Uh, also, I have more of a read on his opponent. I've just kind of seen him take more shots and. Uh, so there's just more to go on, and I think if he's able to touch that chin a few times, he's probably going to be able to win this fight and get this guy out of here. Um, but this is a good fight to target, so have a good uh, good amount of both. All right, next up we have Santiago Ponzinibbio going up against Roman Dolades. Uh Ponzinibbio coming back after that L. Um, minus 200 inside the distance prop as far as this fight is concerned. Ponzinibbio is 7,900. You got Dolades at 8,400. Uh, tough fight, man. Um, and my apologies. Uh, my apologies. I did again. Uh, we got Ponzinibbio versus Beza. Beza minus one forty-three. Um, Beza is eighty-three hundred on DraftKings, and Ponzinibbio is seventy-nine hundred on DraftKings. Um, and this is a uh, oh man, this is tough because Ponzinibbio, OG man. You know he's been through a lot, but minus two hundred inside the distance. Miguel Beza is definitely going to be one of my favorite plays on the slate. His pricing is money. He's only 8300 I think he's going to be able to get Ponzinibbio out of here, honestly. When this guy wins, he's scoring really, really well. He's one of my top overall plays on the slate. There's really just not much to tell you more there. Um, I will have Ponzinibbio as far as some hedges concerned. That's that's where that's going to end. All right, now we get to Roman. Uh, so we got Roman Dolly's going up against uh, Loriano uh, Strapoli. Uh, decent fight here, middleweight fight. Strapoli 7,800 on DraftKings. Dolde is 8,400 on DraftKings. 
Um, Dolce's striking is a little suspect, to be honest. He wants to wrestle. I think if he doesn't get it to the ground, he's probably going to be in a little bit of trouble. I think Starpoli's going to be the better boxer. I like the value on him. I think he's a live dog as well. He's going to be my pick to squeak this out here. And I think if he does it, he's probably going to get this guy out of here. Um, probably by knockout or, you know, and he'll probably score pretty well, uh, especially with his pricing at 7,800. So definitely one of my more favorite uh, value plays there. Next up in the co-main event, we have Marcin Tybura going up against Walt Harris. Heavyweight fight uh, of, our, of our two in a row heavyweight fights here. Uh, Walt Harris, 7,500. Uh, Marcin Tybura, 8,700. Tybura is going to be your favorite here at minus 190. 159 inside the distance prop. Uh, look, as simple as I can make this is uh, Tybura should be able to really get this done in the later rounds. Walt Harris is going to blitz early. He's going to blitz real heavy those first couple of minutes in that first round. He's going to look for a vicious knockout. If he doesn't get it early, he's more than likely going to gas out, and Tybura is going to be able to wear on him, going to be able to get him down a couple times and get a little ground and pound, may be able to finish this fight late. Now, Tybura is a little bit chinny. But in my opinion, if this fight goes past the first round, I think we need to favor Tybura. However, in that first round, early on, Walt Harris is definitely in play. So for that reason, I'll definitely have my shares of him. Uh, but yeah, I do pick Tybura here. In the main event, we have Jarzinho Rosenstrike going up against Augusta Sakai. Heavyweight fight again. 8,200 for Rosenstrike. 8K for Sakai. Another great matchup. Minus 250 inside the distance. Basically, you got your – this is a striker-on-striker striker matchup. You got a power puncher in Rosenstrike, flash finisher. Dude can just end your night real quick. Coming off of a weird kind of uh, last couple fights here, he won one, lost one, won one, lost one. Fighting some monsters, though. He lost against Nganu. Nobody can blame him for that. Sakai's a little bit of a different striker, though. He's got a little bit more of a gas tank. He's going to look to kind of pick his spots here, be a little bit more technical, not look for everything power. I do think he's also got the ground game, the grappling advantage as well. Both of these guys are great value. This is an all-in fight. No no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Whoever wins this fight more than likely should end up optimal, and I do believe that we could see a finish here early. I believe it's going to be Rosenstrike, which would make him completely optimal at, at 80 at, at 8,200. Later on in the fight, I think after a few rounds, if Sakai is to get that finish, I do believe that would make him optimal at 8K. So hopefully you guys can make some money. If you guys want to get into the Discord and check out cheat sheets and all that insider information, go ahead and hit me up on Twitter. You can DM me. I'll show you how to get in. Other than that, let's get it. Peace.